Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. We are together in person. Yes, we are. We are on my couch, eating Chinese food, drinking Starbucks, and we're about to talk about friends. Yeah. We are about to embark on the most sacred journey. (laughs) Sacred. New York York City. Which will have already happened by the time you guys hear this. It will have already happened, um, but we thought, what a perfect opportunity. If we're in the same city, we might as well maximize our time together and record a few episodes. So this episode and next week's episode that you're going to hear, we're going to be together. Yes. And it is... um, I don't know what a good, like, what's a good, like, common... It's good to be together. It is good to be together. (laughs) It's been a minute. Has it been since you moved? Uh, no, no, you came since down to New York. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> okay, but like when we went to New York, like, we both met there, so we weren't yeah. in each other's like mutual. That's space, true. It know? was it was a it was a it was like a vacation, but for both for of both us. of us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's funny. We're like, when did we see each other last? Has it been like two years? <laughs> it's it been like three months. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you haven't. You haven't been to Nashville since you moved down to Florida, and then I came and visited you in Florida. Right. So we've both been to each other's places, but right. this is really the first time you've been in Nashville where you'll actually be able to experience Nashville. Correct. For a short time. Yeah. So tomorrow's our Preds game, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. yeah. Which I've already been told if they lose, it's my It's fault. all her fault. Um, so, me, so I'll give you a little history just because we're here together, so we're, we're going to be storytelling. Um me and my girlfriends are, we are the only ones that typically go to games together. And anytime that we've tried to invite other friends into the fold, the Preds have typically lost those games. So my friend has started to sort of like put the pieces together. And so when um, when she was texting with me, like before Llewellyn came, she was like, I just want to make sure that we're all clear that if they lose... We're blaming it on Llewellyn. Like, it's all Llewellyn's fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she's the type of personality where, like, she 100% means it, but not in, like, a, like not in, like, an angry way, but it's just her personality and it's hilarious. Um, but, yes, we're very excited. And we can, yeah, we can dive in. All right. This week we watched season six, episode 12, titled The One with the Joke. Teleplay by Andrew Reek and Ted Cohen, story by Shana Goldberg Mihan, and directed by Gary Halverson, and originally aired on January 13, 2000. When Ross gets a joke printed in Playboy, Chandler claims credit for it, and Joey reluctantly takes a job as a waiter at Central Park. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So we open up on this episode of the Soft Open. Ross comes into the cafe bragging to the group that he got one of his jokes printed in a 2000s Playboy magazine. But when they all read it, Chandler, like, kind of laughs, but laughs, but then he, like, lays claim to the joke. He's claiming, like, he made it up and Ross is adamant that it's not true. And Chandler, like, tries to get some backup from Monica, but she's like... I can't remember all your jokes. Like <laughs> he's like, remember? And she's like, you tell a lot of jokes. Um, now to pacify Ross, he claims that like, or to pacify him, Ross is like, well, they don't really print the name. So it doesn't really matter who gets the credit. Yeah. And like Chandler's like, he's sort of conceding, but right in that moment, Joey walks in and Chandler takes the opportunity to claim to Joey that his, that his joke got printed. Yeah. And Joey, <laughs> he could not care less. He's like, dude, <laughs> you guys know that there are naked chicks in there, right? Like, <laughs> out of all the other things, because Ross tried to make it, like, out as if, like, it's a very classy magazine. Like, right. yeah, they print jokes. There's news, real hard-hitting journalism. Yeah, they're, like, in the middle of the cafe, just, like, <laughs> the middle. shouting just, about Playboy. That's so true. I didn't even think about yeah. that. And Joey is like... You guys know there's naked chicks in that magazine, right? Which, one, 100% a Joey move. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also loved how Chandler quickly, he's like, yeah, you're right. It doesn't really matter. Joey, guess what? Like, (laughs) to try and quickly lay claim. So I love that. Okay, so. We're eating, so just. (laughs) I think just took a bite as I was getting ready to talk. (laughs) So for those of you that literally hate the sound of people (laughs) chewing, just skip to the next episode. We're sorry. Yeah. Um, 
in the background on this, there was somebody on like an orange MacBook, like the old school <gasps> MacBooks. Yes, the colored ones. Yeah, and I remember as a kid, oh, we we had gotten it was like after shortly after like maybe not right after but like after mac had been out for a little while so Mm -hmm. you know because we're not rich by any means Mm -mm. um but we had an old school monitor that was that same orange color okay so this person had like the laptop so um it was obviously they could take it anywhere but we had like the old school monitor that looked like a box tv yeah um the Mac ones yeah that were colored yes yes and it was orange and clear and it was so cool but we didn't have like the Mac computer Mm -hmm. we just had the monitor that was Mac and I remember like thinking that was so weird like why are we running like whatever we are like gateway or something (laughs) on I was like this is weird but we'd gotten it at like some flea market somewhere you know what it makes me think of your life closer resembles uh Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde than mine does at one point when she's getting serious about like needing to study to get into law school because she's just been embarrassed in front of a bunch of people and to get back at her ex, she goes and buys one of those MacBooks with that are colored. So what I'm hearing you say is I need to give this movie another shot. I think you need to give it another shot in in the context of like, I'm in my thirties. This is now a nostalgic movie. It's not something to like aspire to, but it's something to be entertained it's by. It's kind of like the fact that I just watched Gossip Girl for the first time last year. Yes. Okay. And we could have a watching party together. I'll give it to you for like that. Like in our separate, in yeah. our separate quarters. In our introverted rooms. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Had a lot of introversion <laughs> conversations since I got here. We were just talking about how like extroverts, it bothers. Here's a pet peeve of mine. When extroverts try and say, yeah, I'm, I'm both. I'm an introvert and an extrovert. I'm like, no, you're not. Just because you might recover right. separately does not mean that makes you an introvert. Yeah. I actively avoid people in all areas of my life. Yep. And even will cancel on people I love simply because yep. I don't want to be near people. That is That introvert. is introversion. Yes. When you say, oh, I just, I, re- I refresh not with people. You can still be an extrovert and, and refresh separately. That does not make you an introvert or an am- people who call themselves ambiverts drive me insane, Llewellyn. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we go to the main the main part of the episode, and we're in the guy's apartment, and Joey wants to watch something. No, Chandler wants to watch something with Joey, but we see that like Joey really isn't jumping like at the idea of staying at his place. So he tries to get Chandler to do something else. And we quickly find out why. So Chandler goes to turn on the TV. There's nothing but static. We find out Joey can't pay the cable bill now that Janine is out. And Chandler, once again, wants to loan Joey more money. Yep. Which, again, I'm just like, I literally shouted out loud. I was like, how can you afford your life, Chandler? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. But Joey is like, he'll be fine. He's like, I can read and listen to the radio. <laughs> he like picks up the Playboy magazine that I guess Ross left at his place now. Yeah, it's all over. This is like, this episode is just like the traveling Playboy magazine. Yeah. Like it just ends up in everybody's hands yep. somehow. Yep. But we never see the transfer of ownership no. at any time. Um. So Chandler suggests that like, well, do you want to ask Ross like if they can come over? But when he goes to call, his phone doesn't work because he hasn't paid that bill either. And I thought to myself like, for an actor... That seems like the last thing that you would eliminate. But I also like they did at least address it later in the episode because we see him getting phone access, which we'll come up against. But I was like at the beginning before that, the rest of that episode like storyline played out. I was like, is not like wouldn't you just as much turn off all your lights and have like a candle than you would to cut off your one source of potential like income notifications? Yeah, you would think. So I just thought that was kind of weird. Um, the Magna Doodle. Yes. And this is going to sound funny, but yes. what I, what I, what I imagined it was, was a, a guy. <laughs> We're just so making up a, stuff now. <laughs> so a guy, cause sometimes they're so hard to see. Don't fact check us. It's all made up. Um, I did look this one up and it said something different, but I just like, my. Just- <laughs> Our credibility just went down the trash, Llewellyn. Uh, it's, not, it's not even that good. Um, what I imagined it be. Oh my gosh. I looked it up. And it said something else, but I don't care. 
I imagined it being a guy feeding <laughs> what looks like a marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, you know, if you're at a campfire and you have a marshmallow on the end of a stick. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it looked like he was holding that and like feeding a deer. <laughs> okay. That's That was where my brain went. Um, what did the other thing say? I didn't actually write it down, but let me look I it up. I need you to look it up. Because right now, anything but that sounds reasonable. <laughs> that was my favorite line of all time. What? That's definitely just you being like, I looked it up, but then I still... I'm going to put that as our quote of the week. That is so funny. Or quote of the episode. So while she's looking that up, I'm going to keep going. Um, I think we got a... Oh, the girl's apartment. And here, again, the the episode of the traveling playboy. Phoebe comes in to Monica and Rachel, like, kind of ashamedly looking at the playboy. And they sort of hide it when she comes in. And the girl's like, it's this really long scene. Yeah. Where, like, nothing really happens because all yeah. they're doing is sort of, like, giving the girls a story yeah. about why they're in playboy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're just telling each other, like, fake scenarios about the picture. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> she's chewing, so she's she's going to get to us shortly. Um, <laughs> it literally just says the Magna Doodle has an elk and a hunter. So my idea of it feeding, <laughs> feeding him a marshmallow <laughs> is better. It's more entertaining. I'll give you that. Yeah, just Better. imagine the hunter feeding the deer. That is so funny. Yeah, the fact that you pick a marshmallow and not like maybe an apple. Okay, or we'll look at like it again. <laughs> I'm not looking at it. This is your job. It was too small to be an apple. I love that. I love what just <laughs> happened. Um, okay, so we continue in this scene, and the boys come in at this point. I think, and Monica asks the question. That, that's prompted from their, like, playboy ponderings, which... Oh, no, no, no. The guys don't come in at this point. Monica just asks it to the girls. That's the storyline. She says, which one of us would you date? Like, if you could date any of us, which one would you date? And Rachel, like, Rachel says, I don't know. She's like, oh, I don't know. And Monica's like, yeah, me neither. Um, but honest, tell all Phoebe. She says Rachel immediately. And Monica is very surprised. And... Because of her shock, Phoebe, like, very quickly retracts her answer and goes, says, like, oh, I don't know. Like, to try and, like, backtrack <laughs> yeah. herself. So that's going to set up their storyline. That's going to, like, keep them going through the rest of the episode. Yep. We cut down to the cafe, and the guys are all on the couch kind of mulling over um, their heart listening experience. Did you know what they... Oh, because Who's when... Heart? What is that? I was oh, expecting Heart, you. the band. Right. I have no idea who Heart, the when... band is. Really? <laughs> Wait, you do? Yeah. Who are um, they? I've never heard of them. The song Barracuda. Okay. Dun, 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 oh dun. yeah. Okay. Yes. I knew, I knew you'd get that. I smashed that on guitar here. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I smashed that on guitar. Llewellyn with the quote, the quotes this episode. Um, no, when Chandler had come into Joey's apartment earlier, he yeah. said, "Hey, let's go." Like yes. Hart is playing. Somebody was leaving the band, and so mm-hmm. they were going to see it. Yeah, so that's why they're talking about Hart, because they mm-hmm. just got done seeing them. Okay. Yeah, so they're, like, kind of just talking about it, their listening experience. When Ross brings up that their song was the first one he played on the keyboard. That song, <laughs> Barracuda. Oh, okay. And Chandler brings the joke argument back, because he's like, oh, so someone else played a song, and then you played it, and then yeah. what, you said it was yours? Like, you're, the, it was your, you know, he's trying to make up, make the point. And he's Joey, being petty. He's being, yeah, very petty. And Joey's just, like, tired of it. And, um, the guys, like, recap the joke. They don't tell the joke ever, like, on the episode, but no. they sort of, like, give you the the elements that the was included yeah. into the joke. And they just all think, they think it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. They're laughing to each other, like, about it, and Joey just doesn't get it. And then we find out that Ross got paid $100 for Chandler's joke, which is just digging the knife in. Sure like, a is. little bit deeper. And I will say, for a joke, that's, that's like, quite a bit of money. It is, I for, would say. For one joke. In a Playboy in a magazine. Pl- in a Playboy. Like, yeah. you know that's not why they're paying the right. 
$3 or $2 yeah. or whatever magazine was. Now, Ross is saying he's going to brag about his writing accomplishments to the, like, teller. When he goes to, like, he's like, I was going to, like, slip it in the machine, but maybe I'll just tell, like, so-and-so about mm-hmm. his accomplishments. And Chandler says he's going to follow him around to make sure she knows that he stole it. <laughs> and then he jets out of there, and then he follows after. Now, when the guys leave, Gunther hands Joey the tab, um, which I guess, like, I, I always think of... I always think of um, Central Perk as like a regular coffee shop. Yeah. Where you would pay for your coffee up front at the bar. But like, I guess like it's more run like a restaurant. So this scene is always, it's like weird to me because I'm like, they would have already paid for it up front, I would have thought. Yeah. But, you uh, you know, I mean, obviously he doesn't because Gunther comes up and hands him the tab. Um, But Joey, he says, he's like, yeah, I'm really, like, scaling back on luxuries, like, paying for stuff. <laughs> and I felt that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I was like, I for love, sure, yeah. I love that. And Gunther is, like, one, his amazing shirt and tie, the polka dot with the bright... I loved it. I, have a, I wrote have down, and I quote, <laughs> Gunther's safety orange tie was a little too much. <laughs> but it went with the polka dot okay, so it went, well. It all went together and with his like you know highlighter white hair it's with the bright hair i think it, i get it but it was just so much i get like how you come to that conclusion but i just love the combo of like but it was very gunther very gunther yeah and very like late 90s early mm-hmm. 2000s obviously this is early 2000s but they would have filmed it in the late 90s. in the late 90s um he offers joey a job at the cafe and he like turns it down initially because he's sort of like it's kind of beneath me <laughs> um but Gunther starts to, like, win him over with the perks. So we kind of leave it as if, like, he's undecided. One one little thing. Okay. Okay. Um, so at some point... I feel like we banter better when we're together. Oh, for sure. And now all of our other podcast episodes like, are just going to suffer. I feel like our friends are going to be like, we want you guys together more. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you guys want to pay for it? No, just yeah. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> um, Beth is our only, like, main monthly... Like, yes. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> You're awesome. So Joey tells, or when he tells Gunther, like, I don't want to go from being a regular on a soap opera to a waiter, Mm because he's like, that's beneath me. Mm -hmm. In the episode, the one where Eddie won't go, Gunther tells Joey that he used to be... Eddie won't go. (laughs) That literally just, like, played in my mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Gunther Gunther tells Joey that he used to be Bryce on All All My Children. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And his character was killed off by being buried in an avalanche. Oh, dang. Yeah. So. That would be a horrible way to die. Technically, Gunther went from being a soap opera star to a waiter. But he, like, runs the cafe. We, I think he owns it now. Because yeah. remember, the or or the owner just disappeared. Like, he doesn't exist. Yeah, like, they mentioned him a couple times that we never saw him. Yeah. Yeah. No, we saw him. Like, once or twice. Oh, we did? At the very beginning. We had this conversation once. We did. We did. We did. Um, but yeah, it's... I think maybe Gunther owns it now. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but Avalanche would be a horrible way to die. Oh, for sure. I always think in the back of my head, I'm like, surely, like, you could get out. <laughs> I think, like, all those people are really weak. But then I'm like, no, like, you're packed in there. Like, yeah. it just, like, packs you in, and you can't. Yeah. And I it just, I'm I'm confused by that concept. Yeah. But it would I be think, like being buried alive. Like, what, yeah. are you going to push hundreds of pounds of dirt? Right. Just it's just like you? when things collect, it gets heavy. It gets heavy. Yeah. It's like, it's like how water doesn't seem heavy, but you put it in, like, yeah. a five-gallon bin, and all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, this is, it's just a weird, it's like. It's a weird concept. In my yeah. brain, I think, well, just push up. It's snow. It's light. It's snow. But then, like compacted yeah i get it i get it i'm the idiot here i get it okay um now we go to the bedroom you're not an idiot by the way thank you thanks and monica and chandler are in bed complaining it's like they're complaining to one another about their separate grievances with their friends yeah it's an angle we don't see very often and i kind of i kind of like it because yeah yeah, it's an angle we haven't seen we have never seen them just like in bed together from the top, just sitting just like there. Hanging out. Yeah. And I love the idea that they're both arguing to each other, but separately, sort of. Yeah. Like they're really not listening to each other, but yet they're probably both feeling heard because they they're both experiencing the exact same thing. Yes. In their life. Yeah. So I love like their back and forth. 
It's Monica with Phoebe and Chandler with Ross. Like, they're just talking about it. But it all revolves around Rachel. It all, yeah. <laughs> yes. And they hear a noise in the living room. And they go out to investigate and see Joey watching TV, claiming he, like, finished his book. Um, which, obviously, because he has free, like, no wife or no um, inter- uh, cable, cable anymore. I was like, charter. <laughs> I was like, what is the store with the C? Um, it's funny because, like, cable is not a thing for our generation. Like, I don't pay for TV. So I'm like, what's that word? It's yeah. cable. Um, so a goof, kind of, <clears throat> in... The episode, the one with the chicken pox, when Monica is dating Richard. Oh, yeah. Which, can I just be honest? Like, I miss Richard. I forget that we've already gone through all of that. Oh, no. Sometimes I read these and I'm like, we've seen this already. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, she specifies that she must sleep on her side of the bed. <gasps> right? Right? Oh, my. You are right. But in this scene, Chandler is Ooh. on that side when they're arguing. So that is a great catch. That was a that was a goof. That's um, a great catch. And then the movie that, I did not even clock that. The movie that Joey is watching is Ray Harry Hawson's The Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. It's a movie <laughs> okay. that came out in nineteen fifty three. Oh dang. So that's how desperate he was to watch dang. something. Nineteen fifty three. But that's what's funny is like at that time. That was the late night, like, TV yeah. land equivalent, where yeah. they're looking all the way back. Whereas, like, in our time, the late night equivalent of TV land is, like, Gilligan's Island and Bewitched and I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. So, like, what's the late night version in the next, like, 20, 30 years? Exactly. What are we going to look back I feel back like for? kids right it's now, gonna be it's like, like Full House. It's going to be Friends, Full House. Yeah. Um, Gilmore Girls. But the thing is, is because streaming's so popular. Yeah. Those People are, are already starting. They're already seeing them. Yeah. Which is how we got our friend Millie from last week, who was like, hey, just started watching in 2019, and I've already seen it 10 times. You know, the one that we're giving our podcast over to? Yeah. yeah. Her. Um, <laughs> so it's crazy to me that, like, they won't ever experience, like, I love Gilligan's Island and I Dream of Jeannie, and Gilligan's Island also came out in, like, the 50s or 60s. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I grew up on that in the 90s. Yeah. So it's so weird how, like, generationally, so him looking at something in the 50s was like, yeah, that's what we watched. Right. Stuff back in the day. Um, okay, so at Phoebe's place, once again, Phoebe's wig, horrendous. I don't know if you've been catching, like, the little, like, Yeah, I just stopped paying attention. It's, uh, I'm going to stop commenting on it now just because I, I have for two episodes in a row, but it's frustrating with how yeah. bad it was. It's like, y'all can check and, like, pull it down a little. Anyways, Monica comes in, and she is ready for battle. Oh, yeah. Um, she comes in, like, under the, like, guise of being, like, sweet and, like, complimentary to, like, just kind of. Oh, she pulls her. a full Monica. A full. <laughs> she goes from zero to 60. It's like a full Monty, but a full Monica. It's like, it's like the new phrase. Yeah. Oh, she pulled a full Monica. Oh, yeah, I know what that means. She she wants to know why Phoebe picked Rachel over her. Yeah. And she's and, and Phoebe, very willing to like disclose, she says it's because Monica can be high maintenance. And Monica <laughs> Monica wants to discredit Phoebe's claims by itemizing her grievances. <laughs> By Which being high maintenance. exactly proves Phoebe's point. And it made me think of um, the Hamilton line where it's like, here's an itemized list of 30 years of disagreements. Like when Hamilton <laughs> and Burr, I love that so much. And he's like, sweet Jesus. <laughs> it's so good. Now, Phoebe starts to gather her things for lunch because apparently they're all like going out to lunch together. But as she continues to explain why she picked Rachel over Monica, it starts to take a little bit of a turn. It's like a kind of a sharp left turn because she's very complimentary of Rachel at the at the first part of it as she's trying to like yeah. justify her reason. But then all of a sudden she pulls in. She's like, yeah, and like Rachel will do whatever you want. She's like such a pushover. So now Rachel, like to retaliate, uninvites Phoebe to lunch. She's like, that's pretty strong, isn't it? Like just battles it out, gets outside the door and in the hallway we see like the exact pushover scenario like play out. She's like, where do you want to go? Like, oh, there's a great Chinese place. Look at us. Eating Chinese on a Chinese place restaurant. Mention. And she's like, oh, there's a great Chinese place that I heard of. And Monica's like, I'm sick of Chinese. You're like, well, whatever you think is best. (laughs) They, like, go along their way. So it's really funny how, like, they are exactly both of those things. But they're just, like, so mad that it's, like, one of those things. Yeah. Do you have one of those things? Okay. So, like, do you... Do you have one of those for me? Like the same question that like, okay, 
I like okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't date uh Leanne because like for the same reason that Phoebe's giving like Monica, like you're too high maintenance. I'm sure I have one, but I can't put a word to it. Okay, I have one for you. Okay. I think that in some ways we're so similar that we would butt heads. Okay, I could see that. And it would be with but I also think that like cleanliness wise, I think I can be a little looser. Now, I'm not opposed to like, I'll deep clean, I'll do the things, but I might extend a little bit too long to where like, I I need to do them versus like, oh, it's in maintenance mode. Whereas I think you would be more like the Monica and be like, it has to be like- Where I'm like, dishes have to be done before you go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like me and my roommate, we might leave like one or two dishes in our own side of the, we kind of each have our own side of the sink. Like, I might leave mine in overnight to let it soak, and then typically by that next morning before I leave for work, it's, like, up in the rack and drying, and then I'm gone. But sometimes I might leave it until after work again, depending on how my morning is. But I feel like you would talk to me about it, and I'd be like, what's the big deal? And then we'd probably get in fights about Um, it. It'd be petty stuff, I think. I think I... I don't know that I would talk to you about it would be the problem. (laughs) You wouldn't talk to me about it. It's the not talking that would so be a it problem. Would be, it would be petty because I would be talking to other people about it. Perfect. That's let's perfect. Be, let's be real. Our relationship is ruined already from but the I think inception. I think you're right because I just have tendencies of like cleanliness that uh-huh. are typically like higher than OCD. the normal person. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, at least I've gauged you correctly and you're like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. Come on, I've got to have like. I okay. you have one. You just don't want to be mean, I, and I just I'm okay. Don't know how to word it? Look um, at us spilling the tea on our own podcast, <laughs> and it's harder because we like see each other. We're like in person. We have to look each other in the eye when we're saying these things. Um, I think yours is. <sighs> you don't want to say it. <laughs> it's the it's the need to have everything. You know what I'm trying to say? Say it. Say it's it. like, okay, I'm going to be honest. Go for it. It's our, our social media. What do you mean? So our, our, I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I'm like spilling it on here. <laughs> but if you look at the to social fair, media posts that we've actually posted, because we did stop. <laughs> there's a certain pattern that they, that happens on them. If you look, you'll notice it on the post. On the, on the, on the feed. The, the grid. The, yeah, the grid. Yeah. You'll notice the grid looks symmetrical because our lovely Leanne has made it that way (laughs) but there's a part of her that like can't let let go go. and let me help her on it we would be so much farther if she would share the load a little bit here um but she doesn't want to do that you're absolutely right (laughs) i don't have a word for it but there's random and it's not with everything there's just some random things i have a hard time letting go of yeah no apparently good reason yeah (laughs) I think it's because I'm so specific about, like... I get it. I have very specific wants. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love that. All right. Well, now you know why we'll never be together. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the cafe. Ross is still puffing his chest out about this joke being published. And, and so, like, in order to continue, like, feeding into his, like, I don't know applause or praise he goes to gunther and this is like the best (laughs) part of this whole episode all of a sudden gunther chuckles and ross thinks like oh yes perfect he thinks it's funny this is great it's like fueling him and he says i love that chandler and chandler is like he he is so vindicated in that moment yeah and so like happy it's like one of my favorite parts of the episode. Yeah, it was good. I don't know if it's absolutely my favorite, but he is pleased for sure. Um, now, Joey starts asking all of his friends if they want anything because he's like going up there. He's like, do you want anything? Want a coffee? And on the way over, um, he also starts asking like random people and the friends totally call him out. And when Gunther makes him like put on an apron behind the um, bar area... Yeah. Um, Monica asks the obvious. He's, she's like, do you work here? <laughs> like, has to make it very clear. And obviously, like, after a little bit of, like, you know, m- prompting him, they find out that he does. And Joey was, like, kind of ashamed, and that's why he didn't tell him. They assure him, like, it's not going to be an issue. It's not going to be weird. And Rachel reminds him, like, 
you remember that like I I worked here for a time and I was like oh my gosh that was such a duh I even forgot that Rachel worked there so for her to be like Joey I worked here too like there's nothing to be ashamed about and she's gonna like pass on some wisdom she gives like a couple like random tips yeah. and then she's like sneeze muffins which we've talked about that before like I would never do that to someone's food um it's just the gross I mean even yeah. if you're mad at someone nothing justifies you doing something like that Spitting to their, in food. their food nothing yeah, justifies no. that um okay back over at Phoebe's place Monica and Rachel come in to have a talk with Phoebe and they're kind of like, what is her thing? Like, you know what? We've def- like, fine. I might be a little high maintenance. Like, they're, they're kind of like come to terms with the things that Phoebe yeah. pointed out. But she's like, you're flaky. And she is not at all offended. She's like, no. she's like, I yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, I know. And they're they're kind of shocked by that. They're they were, offended. Yeah, they're offended that she's not offended <laughs> yeah. because they were they were looking for like some kind of combat. Yeah. Um, but I love it because it's like she knows exactly who she is, and they just don't win here. Because what they were hoping for was that once she got mad at her thing, they would then be able to be like, I'm not flaky or like, I'm not high maintenance and I'm not like that. They would all resolve their own like insecurities about their like icks. Um, But they obviously don't win here because Phoebe's totally content. She's like, yeah, I know I'm flaky. She's (laughs) like, why would you listen to me? I'm flaky. (laughs) Um, In the cafe then again, Joey got an audition. So he's using that phone. Like we talked about how, like, how do you not have a phone as an actor? And he's asking Gunther to cover for him. Um, and Gunther has a hair appointment to get his hair done. So he's going to leave Joey in the middle of the day for a couple of hours. And Joey, like, he closes up the cafe for an hour because one customer responded to, like, one of his lines that he was, like, fake doing. Yeah, the line that he has to do is he has to save a seat for somebody yeah and, and so he's the, like saying the line and the guy's like oh the seat is saved so he like because he responded so favor favorably he's yeah. like well surely this role is mine right so he like closes down the cafe like in the middle one yeah. it's not his call to make but we will see a little bit of like uh just like justification like yeah. justifiedness coming from one of his friends in a yeah. little bit so fun fact the guy that um, Joey over here saying sorry the seat is saved. Oh yeah. Is JD Lewis, who is actually one of the top acting coaches in the world. What? So it just kinda like Wow. It was kinda interesting that they used it in that context because Joey was referring to getting an acting job. Yeah. So Oh that's a that's like one of those like it's like inception yeah. fun facts. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um at the girls' apartment, Chandler and Ross are on the couch trying <laughs> Or they're, like, arguing over the joke. They're still, like, bantering back and forth about it. And they decide to bring Monica in to settle the debate. She's like, you know us best. And they argue, or they agree that they will both tell her how they came up with the joke. And she'll decide then. And I'm like, this is a great, like, this makes sense. Like, you know them both. And you also, like, it, it, you'll also, like, yeah, she's just the best judge for it. Now, Chandler tells a very real-life scenario about the inception of the joke. Where he was, who he was with, and what happened that prompted him making it up. Ross ties his life to the different elements of the joke as a way to confirm that he made it up. In your mind, Llewellyn, who wins this argument? Chandler. 100%. No questions asked. Ross... The the idea that, like, I knew exactly where I was, it's kind of like, where were you when 9-11 happened? Yep. Like, we all know. I was I was with these people. I was with these people. I was at this place. I was with this person. Yep. This thing happened. And so he's like, that's what made me think of this joke because all these elements. Yep. All Ross did was say, I'm I'm a doctor. He put himself I'm, in context. I had a monkey. Yeah. I And, like, but he never told, like, the yeah. inception of it, which right. was the whole point. Right. Now, unfortunately, we don't really get that answer from Monica. She decides they're both idiots. She's like, you're both idiots. Which is true. It's Yeah. She's like, it's not funny. It's offensive to women, it's doctors, and monkeys. Like, it's just offensive all around. And the joke sucks. Now, like, now the guys are obviously, like, What's your backpedaling joke? a little bit. And they're, like, now not wanting to lay claim to this joke. So it's pretty funny. Um, now, as we kind of wind down for this episode, in the cafe... Phoebe and Rachel are separately, like, hanging out, which is really weird. Like, Phoebe's on the couch, but Rachel's in, like, a high top behind her. 
Yeah. It was in this really, I was like, yeah, they're both they, there, like, but they're, they're not sitting together. Because they're angry at each other right yeah. now. Because, right. you know, well, Rachel's, they're being petty. Mad at Phoebe, yeah. Um, and Monica, like, contrived a run-in with them in the cafe with Chandler so that she, that he could tell them how not high maintenance she is. And as dumb, but as also Monica, she pulled a Monica, as this is. <laughs> yeah. Pulled a Monty. Um... This leads into one of my favorite Chandler Monica moments in their oh, really? relationship. Okay. I love it. Um, but in this scenario, he comes in. She's like, Chandler, tell him what you were just saying about me. And you can tell he's like regurgitating like a script, essentially. And you know Monica read it for him. Right. So he agrees like, eventually he does agree that she's high maintenance. Like after some of the friends make like arguments specifically about it. Um... He's like, you're not easygoing, but you're passionate. And he's like, and I like maintaining you. Okay. You like this scene? I think, I think that little element is the cutest, like, it's the cutest way to combat somebody who's currently very insecure about their ick, about their thing. And he's like, what does it matter? I love, like, I love you. And so, like, the way, but that's coming across in a very, like, unique way and I just like the writing of that of how different that is see when he said the words I like maintaining you I cringe physically <laughs> I love it the why do you cringe of, why do you cringe just the idea of somebody saying I <laughs> I like maintaining you like I get I it in under, the context I under yeah but I also like that's so funny the phrase is just cringeworthy okay um, we will agree to disagree on this. That's fine. That's um, fine. And I understand where you're coming from. I still from, think they're so it's cute. It's not like the best line. It's not like, that's my yeah. favorite pickup line of all time. It's because they wrote it so uniquely for this exact situation. Yeah. Because he's like, you're not, what do you say? You're like, you're not, um, so like, so what if you're not easygoing, but you're passionate? Like, yeah. he's trying to combat the things that she's like telling herself and other people are telling her. That she's not excited about, but it is her personality. For sure. And I think that's what's really weird. It's like, she is high maintenance. And yep. like, to a level, she does know it. And it's and it's like those things that you hate about yourself that you're like insecure about because like, but you also know that like, that's who I am. Like, yeah. it's not that, not that you can't get better or grow in those things, but like to the core of some things, like you're just never going to change in some areas. But I love how it's like so uniquely them. And I just think it's super cute. Anyways, I like literally, it's like all caps, exclamation points. <laughs> Llewellyn's rolling her eyes. I think it's the sweetest thing ever. Um, And I also love their matching blue in the scene. Did you notice oh, that they I were wearing? Oh, I did notice. Yeah. It was so cute. They're like matching blue clothes. Now, Joey comes in. He didn't get the job. Um, and not only did he not get a new job, but he also lost his current job. <laughs> right. For closing it. <laughs> for closing it early. And Rachel all of a sudden gets this, like, righteous anger for Joey. Oh, yeah. She was like, she calls out Gunther for leaving him in the middle of a workday for a personal errand, leaving Joey to manage the store alone on his second day on the job. She was like, none of that is okay. So she waltzes right up to Gunther. And before she can even get it out, Gunther's so enamored with Rachel. It doesn't matter what she says. Yeah. He immediately agrees to hire Joey back. And... And she takes it as like a personal win because, of course, she's been insecure about the fact she's that not she's, passive she's not a pushover. Yeah. She's like, see, that was strong. Like, that was awesome. Um, but she, it also like surprised her. She's like, oh, OK. But like it really I loved how like it really was a true moment of her being like, yeah. I'm righteously angry about this because it's not right. And I'm going to stand up for what's not right. It's like it was a real moment yeah. where she showed that she was. Not just a pushover. Yeah. Um, she just happened to say it in front of the one guy who is a pushover for her and her alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that wraps up like the did main. You, did you notice that Gunther's hair didn't look any, any different? <laughs> well, the fact that he said he had to get his hair done and it was already fully well, he bleached. He said he said I had to go get my hair bleached. I'm like, but it's already, already bleached. bleached. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Fry it off? Because right. like you're right. gonna kill all your hair. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It made no sense. It's sort like, of a weird. It'd be different if they had him come in with like growth. Yeah. And then, like, cut to a different scene, and they had, like, updated it since then. Like, then I would have believed it. But the fact that it was, like, from root to tip, all bleached. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So. Yeah. For him to keep his hair like that, too, like, during the filming of the show, did he always have to, like... Know. Did he always have it blonde anyways? Like, was that... I mean, it was a style Was that Michael Taylor... Like, like, was that his style? It may have been. I don't know. 
I guess I haven't seen him in too many pictures like at that time outside of filming. While you do, um, I'm going to close this out with a tag. Phoebe asks the girls who um, who they would pick. She's like, hey, I never really heard from you guys, like who you would pick. And they both say Phoebe, which is like, yeah, I assumed. And she walks away from the kitchen table. And when she turns around, the girls kind of motion to each other like, no, it's absolutely you. <laughs> like they're both in agreement. They would like Rachel would choose Monica and Monica would choose Rachel. Now the guys come in and Rachel asks them the same question. And it kind of plays out the the same way that the first time with the girls did. Ross and Joey, like, don't answer. Um, they're like, we, you know, we don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to answer that. Kind of like Monica and Rachel did. And then Chandler is the Phoebe in this situation. When he says Joey, like immediately, he's like, Joey. And when the guys turn around, he does the same thing. And he ends it with, uh, I mean, I don't know. And so that's the, that like wraps up the end of the tag. Okay. Here's an unknown fact about Gunther from Friends. Gunther from Friends. Actor James Michael Tyler. Tyler. Not Tyler. Tyler. Oops. Just a day before his debut, went to a hairstylist who asked him to bleach his hair. His look was so much appreciated that the writers asked him to keep it bleached. Okay. So. Nice. It was that way when he showed up, but they liked it so much he okay. did it. Okay. Interesting. So no, his hair is not normally, or was not normally like that. Okay. What was your favorite scene? Uh, goodness. Um, I think I really liked the scene where Monica and Chandler were in bed, like arguing back and yeah. forth. I just remember commenting like they are so good for each other. Like they're the perfect pair because they're arguing about different things that all revolve around the same people. And yes. they're just like complimenting each other so well right now. I just... I loved it. Yeah. This one was kind of hard for me, too. I know that last episode, I also had a tough time. Um, I know you hate it. It's probably your least favorite part of the episode, but I, I Maintaining do. you? <laughs> yeah. So condescending. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I, I love it. I think it was so cute, so unique, um, like, for their situation, and such a good way to, like, encourage her in something she's very discouraged about right now. So... I like that he says that, so I'm going to say that that's my favorite part of the episode. Um, what about your rating, episode rating? Um, I'd probably give this one... Uh, I think I'm just going to go right in the middle and okay. Nagi. Okay. It didn't, like... It didn't give me anything, but it had a few good moments. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to probably say... I mean, the storylines were what? The Playboy joke, Joey's job. That's basically it. And, and the girls. the girls being mad at each other. Yeah. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a... Oh my God. Nice. I just don't think it was that great. It was underwhelming. You could not watch it and still move right along yeah. with the rest of the series. Okay, post-trivia wrap-up. Trivia! I gotta go get it. You gotta go... Oh, shoot. Okay, well, I'll reverse social media spotlight while you're running off to get it. Um, We've had a couple people who I think recently started following us from our reel, and then they responded to us um, with maybe some of our video posts and things like that, or have sent us. So, um, Sai was one, Deep uh, Deep T. I'm so sorry if that's wrong, um, but uh, you've responded to some things we appreciate. Um, Grace James, you've responded. So just appreciate you guys interacting with us. Um, I don't know how to say uh, uh, there's an Instagram handle, just me. Uh, Zittily, maybe? I don't know. I'm so sorry. Um, you've responded as well. So we just, we've just had like a bunch of new... Um, new friends um that have just responded to us reached out to us things like that so we just you know just thanks for that we appreciate it um you know who we also got a response from Llewellyn? who our friend who completely like roasted me <laughs> on yeah, pronunciation roasted you last week we um in last week's episode we reached out and asked um her to send us 
uh, a voice memo. A voice memo of her uh, pronunciation. And she did it. So we're not going to play it for you. Um, one, we didn't ask her permission. And also, um, yeah. she said she had a cold. And I'm like, no one wants to be represented that way. <laughs> right. Um, so since we didn't reach out. So her, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> She's so. I'm still going to butcher this too, but I will get it closer. So she said the pronunciation of her name is Aradia. I think that's that, that's better than whatever it's you were saying. Be- <laughs> it's better than whatever else I was. Thank you for that, Llewellyn. Thank you. So thank you for sending that. And if you guys like, I mean, like Menang at one point. Remember when I used to say? <laughs> remember when I used to call him Long Kumar because I was thinking of uh, Kumar and yeah. um, whatever. Yeah. So like. Honestly, there is no, I'm so, we're so sorry and we're always, we're ready to learn and willing to do it. So if you get annoyed with us, like pronouncing your names wrong, please send it and we will fix it. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Trivia. You've got the trivia. I got the trivia. I've got the trivia. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. What was the name of Chandler's boss's wife? I don't remember. I don't remember. Karen? Sorry, Millie. It's Kara. Kara. Oh, I would have never. <laughs> just every, from here on out, Millie's never going to be able to escape us. No. We'll just apologize every time. It'll be Maybe our new you thing. to the back. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even know Oh, this that. one's easy. Monica develops a serious crush on one of her dad's best friends. Name him. Like Richard? It's Richard. Oh, okay. That's funny that they say crush instead of like dated seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, it okay. was a crush at first. That's true. That's true. Her. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Recommend to a friend. Uh, why? I feel like I should have one of these. But you should. I, I don't. It's been weeks. Hey, I had one a couple weeks ago. Okay. It, it, so it's been weeks. <laughs> that does not untruthify my statement. <laughs> um, I know you have one. Hey, I'll wait a minute. I'm here. You're here. I can give a... An, you should give a live an, review. A live review. Of all the things that we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks. Okay, so the Dyson <laughs> vacuum. I got a first... It is Dyson, right? Okay. It is. It is. I got a first-hand... Like, like she showed me. She wouldn't let me do it. But no. she showed me. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't ask. So. <laughs> You're making me seem like a beast. <laughs> Uh, I didn't ask, but I also, yeah. So she showed me, I've seen one of these before, but seeing it in person is so much better. It's really nice, guys. It's the bougiest thing ever, but it's so nice. So nice. Um, What else? The couch we're currently sitting on? Mm -hmm. You reviewed it a A long time ago, Mm -hmm. but it's nice. Yes. Thank you. It's very nice. Very comfortable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then there's a new thing that I can't talk well, about yet. Well, the, the mat, the, the, floor, oh yes, the floor mat, the, the bathroom and the, mat and the little dish. Yes. Which tray. you recommended last week. I did. I that think. was my last week. Yeah. yeah. Those are really nice. Aren't they I cool? like those. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to buy some more once they. Yes. They're expensive, but. Hey. They're nice. They're, they're helpful. They're okay. Good. Here's my third one. So this is my final. Adult purchase. Adult purchase haul recommend to a friend from my spree that I took several weeks ago. So this one is a Berkey filter. So again, for those of you that are like wanting me to, I think the Dyson was like the funnest one. I think the fil- this water one I mean, is actually. It's, it's nice. It's bougie. Of all of them, I would benefit from that one the most. And probably the qu- like the quickest, like it yeah. would make the most sense. Sure. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a brand called Berkey. Their water filtration systems, like at-home filtration systems, are like top of the line. They've been in business for, I think, 50 years, roughly. Um, they filter out literally all the bad stuff. The way you test the filters to see if they're like still like doing well, you put red dye and it'll filter out all the red dye color, which to me it seems like, oh, I didn't realize, like, I don't think, I don't think if I put like my my roommate's like Brita filter through a red dye test that that would pass it, even though the filter is brand new. Right. But it will literally filter those things out. You can also buy um, separate filters that go over the filters inside for um, uh, fluoride. 
because oh, fluoride nice. yeah. um, is not good for you. Um, and they put it in all of our water all right. the time. So that consistent dosage is like bad for you. Um, so I'm going to buy those next. I just was like, it's already a lot to purchase and another like 75 bucks for two more filters that like go over. I was like, I just need to take a break. Um, but they also have the ability to do like fluoride filtration, but they're literally top of the line. So good. The water tastes so like smooth and clean and delicious. So it does. Um, I, I, I bought one that's, um, it's, I found the blemished part of their site, like the site where it's like, Hey, buy like blemished ones that are cheaper because they're factory yeah. blemished. It literally has the smallest dent on oh, it. Oh, yeah. It was like the size of a pea. And the rest of it is gorgeous. Yeah. I was like, this was totally worth saving like 25% just because it was like yep. factory damaged. Um, they obviously only continue to sell them if like the integrity of the structure is still right. good. So like yeah. if a random like seal was bad or something, they wouldn't resell it. But they're like, we give it the same warranty. It's just like cosmetic damage. Yeah. So I got it for cheaper. Um I bought one of the bigger ones, so mine holds, I think, like 4.25 gallons at a time. You can buy ones that are much smaller than that if your household isn't as, you know, that big, which mine isn't, but I wanted room to grow with family because I'm like, it's not like I'm looking to trade this thing out every two years. <laughs> right. Like, I want it to kind of grow as, like, my family grows, but I, I'll use it for all my dog stuff. I'll use it for, like, me, obviously, and then anybody that comes over, like, I'll have fresh, clean, like, clean, really good water. So. Yeah. Um, so for those of you looking for maybe some at-home filtration, they also have filters um, and attachments for shower heads too. So for those of you, um, depending on like what your water situation looks like, if you guys need like a filtration for your shower, they have an, a head and like the actual filters for that. Um, so yeah, I would high re- highly recommend Berkey. And for those of you in the UK, they have a separate system, uh, but it has to do with like what's either in your guys' water over there or, like, government restrictions because they sell, like, a separate unit that's specific for, like, the EU. Um, so you guys also have an option on that website as well. So I would highly recommend Berkey uh, Water Filtration Systems to a friend, and I'll put it in the show notes like we usually do. Cool. Cool. I'm glad you're here to witness all of my yes. adult purchase things. Yes. Feels good to have someone, like, experience it and see it. <laughs> Since I hide my vacuum from my roommate. <laughs> Literally. It's under the couch. It's under the couch because I know she won't look under there. Um, okay. Uh, next week, we are going to cover the one with Rachel's sister. Which yeah. one is it? I don't know. <laughs> I do know. Yes. So we'll see you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast. <laughs>